Hi, I'm Pastor Robbie Barrett, and I want to take this time to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to listen to a life-changing word from God. And I pray that as you listen to these podcasts, that it will shape your way of thinking and that you will be walking in the fullness of what God has for you. Psalms 23, verses 1 through 6. Let's open up in prayer. Father, I thank you for using me as your mouthpiece today. I thank you, Father, that you back up the words that are spoken in here today. Signs and wonders shall follow them that believe you and take you at your word. Because you are the amen. You are the so be it. All of your promises, they're not a gamble. They're not a might, if or maybe. But they are certain. They will come to pass. Because I thank you, Father, that you're always, and I mean always, faithful in Jesus name and everybody said amen look right here it says the Lord is my shepherd I shall not what want say that with me again I shall not what want he makes me to lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the still waters He's, he restores my soul he leads me in the paths of righteousness for whose sake his sake Yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. Your your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. Surely, somebody say surely. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the what? days of my life and I will what dwell in the house of the Lord forever now how many is well acquainted with this psalm yes you probably know it front to back sideways you name it you've heard this many many times but can I come in here this morning and tell you that so so many people are missing the benefits of this psalm and let me tell you why because the enemy has convinced people to use this word for every other reason but for what it was designed for. You say, what do you mean by that? We say this at funerals, and it's something nice to say, amen? But David didn't talk about once he died. David said, goodness and mercy are going to follow me What all the days of my what? Life. While I'm living, God's goodness and mercy are going to follow me. Can somebody say amen? We also use this in times of trouble. And that's nice, amen? It's something good to hold on to in times of trouble. He's going to prepare a table before me in the middle, in the midst of my enemies. Yes, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you're going to comfort me. You're going to restore my soul. All of these things are good, but they're missing the benefits of Psalms 23. Are you with me? You're missing the benefits. You say, well, what are the benefits? You see, watch. Look at verse 1 and 2 one more time. He says, the Lord is my what? Shepherd. What's going to happen? I shall not want. Say that with me. I shall not want. Now look at verse 2. He says, he makes me. I want you to pay attention to every detail. He makes me to do what? Lie down in green pastures. He does what? He leads me by the what? 
still waters. If you want to entitle this message today, you can entitle it Streams of Flow. Streams of Flow. See, some of you are looking at your wants today. That's what we're focused on. I, I, I got to meet my wants. I got to meet my needs. I, I got to make something happen. You're looking for success in your life. In other words, by the time that you leave this world, you want to know that you had an impact and you made a difference for the kingdom of God. Is that correct? You're looking for success. You're looking for something. Others of you in here today, you're looking for something to break for you. I'm looking for a breakthrough. Come on, amen? We sung that earlier. I'm looking for something to break loose. I'm looking for my prayers to finally manifest in my life. So you're one of those three in here. But what if I told you that Psalms 23 reveals the secret? It reveals the secret. It is the key to your success. What if I told you that today? That those of you that's looking for success, Psalms 23 is your answer. Those of you in here this morning, you're looking for a breakthrough in your life. Psalms 23 is your answer. What if I told you that those of you in here today are wanting the, the desires of your heart. God's placed in you a vision. God's placed in you something that, that wants to birth out of you for the kingdom of God. What if I told you that Psalms 23 is your answer? If you're with me today, say hallelujah. All right, so watch this. You want a lasting impact that's going to echo into eternity. Notice the statement that I just said. You see, so much, listen, so many Christians today, they're just living to get to heaven. What, what, isn't that good, pastor? We're just living to make, listen to me. Our goal here, listen, you're not here just to make it to heaven. You are here to make an impact for the kingdom of God. You are here to reach souls that are lost and dying and they're on their way to hell. You are here to reach people for Jesus. Can somebody say amen? And the best way to do that is to do what? To live by purpose. To live for purpose. To live through purpose that God has designed you to live through. Say this with me this morning. Say, I have a calling. Come on. I have a calling. I have a purpose. God didn't call me just to float through life. No, God called me and raised me up for such a time as this. Can somebody say amen? So you want to do something with your life that's going to echo into eternity. Let me say it like this. What you do now will echo when we get to heaven. It will echo into eternity. What if somebody comes up to you in heaven and says, you're the reason why I'm here? Oh, we don't think about it that way, do we? I watched your life. I watched the fruits that God manifest. I've seen the blessings of God on your life, and you're the reason why I'm here today. Oh, that's something to think about. All right, so listen to what the Spirit is saying in verse 2. Let's read it one more time. Look with your eyes. He says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me by the still waters. Listen to what the Spirit's saying. He makes me to lie down in a certain place. Somebody say certain place. He leads me beside still waters. Somebody say it like this. A place where I will flow. 
Uh-huh. A place where I will flow. That's what God will do for me. He will lead me to a certain place. Are you getting what David is saying right here? David isn't talking about a place for you. He's not talking about a place for your neighbor. He's talking about a place for him. Somebody say, my place. You see, watch this. Your place is not my place. My place is not your place. But there is a place that God has for you. Can somebody say amen? That's not designed for anybody else. It's designed just for you. So let me ask you these two questions this morning. Where is your stream? Where is your flow? Let me say it again. Where is your stream and where is your flow? Because that's what the verse is saying. When I go with God, he will lead me to my stream. He will lead me in a certain place where I will flow for the kingdom of God. Do you ever feel like you're in a place in life where you feel like you are restricted? Come on. You can't pray like you need to. You can't worship like you need to. You can't flow in the gifts that God has placed in you. You can't do those things. You ever feel like you're in a place where you are restricted? I'm going to deal with that today. Because God, listen to me, David said, I've found out something. I found out the secret. And that is, let God take you to your stream. Let God take you to your flow. Because when you do that, watch this, you come to a place where your wants disappear. Somebody needs to hear me today. You, listen to me, when, when you allow God to take you to your stream and you allow him to take you to a place where what he's placed in you begins to flow out of you, your wants will disappear. Your prayers will be answered. Come on, breakthrough will come. Success will come. All these things that you're seeking after, they will come to you when you allow God to do this. You see, let me say something to you in here today. Does God want you to prosper? Absolutely. But he wants you to prosper in purpose. Bless God, Lord, if you just give me a bunch of money. That's all I want. Just give me a bunch of money. You know what God's going to say? Do you have a plan? Well, no, I just want to. I'm not going to give you that. But if your desire, God, you bless me financially and I'll be a blessing to other people. I will build churches. I will do this. I will do it. I promise you God's going to bring it to you. Why? Because you now have purpose with the prosperity. Notice what he said in Deuteronomy. He says, I will empower you to prosper so that my covenant will be established upon the earth. See, God says, I will prosper you so that it will reveal my purpose. So does God want you to prosper? Absolutely. But he wants to prosper you in purpose. He wants to bless you and cause you to succeed in purpose. In other words, your mindset should be, I want to be successful, I want to prosper, I want to do something in this life, and I want to do it for what God has created me to do. Not just to do anything. All right. 
Look at John 7, 39. Look at this. John 7, 39. It says, But he spoke of the Spirit which they that believe on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given, that Jesus was not yet glorified. Verse 38 says it like this. He says, Out of your belly shall flow what? Everybody knows it. Come on. Rivers of living water. Now, when you hear that verse, and it's verse 38, when you hear that verse, what do you automatically uh, think of? Oh, it's, you know, the Spirit of God's going to flow out of me. Tongues are going to come out of me. It goes much deeper than that. Let me tell you what Jesus was saying. Are you ready? Somebody say amen if you're ready. He was saying, if anyone is seeking their place in this life, come unto me and I'll give you purpose. I'll cause purpose to flow out of you. You see, why did God give you his spirit? So I could walk around and pray in the spirit and do this. No, no, no. Why did he give you his spirit? So that you could get the job done that he wants done in this earth. Can somebody say amen? See, he has empowered you to get the job done. He's empowered you to reach souls. He's empowered you to make the kingdom of darkness bow before God. And the only way you do this, watch this, the only way you do this is when you flow in your purpose. Are you hearing me? You see, watch this. If you go out and you try to do somebody else's purpose, the enemy is going to whip you. Somebody say amen. It's the truth. He's going to whip you. Why? Because that's not what you're called to do. But I'm telling you right now, you go forth and you do what you've been called to do. You do what God has purposed in you to do. I promise you, the enemy will not be on your back, but he will be under your feet. Can somebody say amen? That's how it works. So Jesus says, come to me. Come to me, and I'll cause you to enter into a place where you flow. I'll Listen to me. Come to me, and I'll show you why I created you. I'll show you why you're breathing right now. Is everybody breathing in here today? Amen. Come on. He said, I'll show you. I'll give you purpose. I'll give you I'll give you meaning. And watch this. When you enter into that purpose and you enter into that meaning, it'll cause things to flow out of you. And it's not just a prayer language. Somebody say, my success will flow out of me. My prosperity will flow out of me. My blessings will flow out of me. The fruits of the Spirit will flow out of me. Come on. The fruits that God says I am glorified in will flow out of me. He leads me by the what? Still water. He makes me to lie down in what? Green pastures. Listen to me right here. Watch this. What is proof of your stream? In other words, what is the proof that you are in your flow and that you are beside your stream? Let me tell you what is the proof. The proof is the fruits, the green pastures. So watch this. Let me ask you, you don't have to raise your hand, but are there green pastures in your life right now? Or are there deserts? Because the proof 
that you're in your flow. I'm not talking about your neighbor's flow. I'm not talking about brother, sister, so-and-so stream. I'm talking about your stream. The proof that you are in your stream and in your flow is the fruits that come forth, the green pastures. Oh, it seems like everything I go to do, I hit a wall. Could it be because you're trying to operate in somebody else's stream? Could it be that you're trying to flow in somebody else's flow? Notice what David said. He didn't say the Lord is our shepherd. He said the Lord is my shepherd. I can't answer for you. I don't know your experience, but my experience is he's my shepherd. And when I allowed him to to bring me beside my stream and my flow, I came to a place where I didn't want anymore. Come on. I come to a place where my life had meaning. I come to a place where the blessings and the prosperity begin to flow out of me. I know I'm making you think in here today. That's good. I want you to think. So what is the proof of the flow, the fruits? Jesus said, when you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall bring forth what? Much fruit. You shall ask what you will and it shall be done. Now, now, now. Look at Luke 5, verses 4 and 11. 4 through 11. Look at, look at this right here. It says, Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down the nets for a draught. So he said nets, plural, right? Listen, And Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have what? Toiled all night. Say that with me. We have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at your word... When God speaks, he always speaks purpose. He doesn't talk just to talk. I went to get dressed this morning for church, and the Holy Spirit said to me, wear that purple tie. No, he didn't. No, no, no. See, God speaks with purpose. He doesn't speak just to say something. So watch this. He says, Nevertheless, at your word, I'll let down my net. He didn't say let down a net. He said let down what? Nets. Next verse. All right, buddy. Verse 7. Is it low? Okay. All right. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net did what? It broke. Verse 7, it says, and, then, and they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. Look at verse 8. It says, and when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Next verse. <coughs> for he was astonished at all, and all that were with him, that the amount of fish that were taken up. Next verse. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth you shall do what? Catch men. Verse 11. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and did what? 
Watch this. Let me show you something. Peter's purpose wasn't to be a fisherman. Oh, no, you got that wrong because he was a professional fisherman. He had a a fisher business and all this stuff, uh, several men with him. They had their own boats and all this other stuff. No, that wasn't his calling. That wasn't his purpose. Is everybody here with me today? You say, how do I know this? How do you know? Watch this. I don't know this because I know the end of the story. In other words, I'm not saying this because I know that Peter later on, Jesus called him. He went to be one of the head apostles and he went on to spread the kingdom of God. That's not why I'm saying this. I'm saying this because of this one line. They toiled all night and caught nothing. You say, what are you saying? Go to Proverbs 10, 22. What's that say? Come on, read it with me. The blessing of the Lord, it does what? I don't believe in that prosperity gospel. Well, you better read it again. The blessing of the Lord does what? And he adds no what? The word sorrow there is toil. Are you hearing me? Watch this. Why? How do I know that Peter was not called to be a fisherman? But he was called to do what? Jesus get, revealed to him. He said, I'm going to make you fishers of men. That's your purpose. Not to catch fish, but to catch souls. How do I know this? Because he toiled all night. There is no toil in your purpose. Somebody's not hearing me. Listen to me. He leads me by the still waters. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. In other words, your prosperity is where your flow is. If you're in here this morning and you say, I want to succeed, I want to be a blessing, I want to enter into a place of abundance where I'm not only meeting my needs, but I'm meeting the needs of others, then you need to listen to me. You need to find your purpose because your prosperity is tied to your purpose. If you try to do what somebody else is doing, you will never prosper. You say, well, wait a minute, wait just a minute. What about the prosperity that's in the world? What about these successful people in the world? Do you know the Bible makes a distinction between the world's success and God's success? Do you know that? It's in Ecclesiastes chapter 5. And it says something like this. The prosperity, the wealth that God gives, He gives it with enjoyment of life. You say, what are you saying? The prosperity and the success of the world, there's no peace with it. That's why you got multimillionaires committing suicide. You got famous people, you got successful people that can't sleep at night because there's no rest for the wicked. But God says, it's in your Bible, I promise you, read it. Ecclesiastes chapter 5. God says, the wealth that I give. I bring such enjoyment of life, you don't have time to feel sorry about the past. Isn't that our God? He says, I will wipe away the pain of the past. Come on, won't he do it? 
He will, listen to me, he will cause you to forget all the pain and all the sorrow and all the trouble that you went through. When he brings forth the goodness of his mercy on your life, it causes you to forget it. How many knows that Joseph went through some stuff, didn't he? I mean, he went through some stuff. But do you know that when God prospered him, he forgot all about it until the day his, his brothers came? And it reminded him. It was a shock of the past. He forgot all about it. He even named, watch this, he even named one of his children. It was either Ephraim or Manasseh, which meant God calls me to forget my troubles. That's the God we serve. So what I'm trying to tell you, let me backtrack. Your purpose is where your prosperity is. Your purpose is where your success is. Your purpose is where your breakthrough is. Oh, I haven't preached it yet, but God's been brewing a, a, a message in me that's dealing with deliverance. Why did God deliver you? Why did he heal you? Why did he set you free? Why did he, watch this. Why did he make a way in your life? Did he do it just to do it? No, 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 no. You're not here today by accident. There are no coincidences in God. Are you listening to me? See, the reason why I know that Peter wasn't doing what he was called to do. Listen to me. Don't misunderstand me. Being a fisherman was part of his process. Are you hearing me? See, some of you right now, you're not at your destination. You're in the part of your process. But God, watch this, you are on your way to your purpose. Are you hearing me today? You are on your way to fulfilling the destiny that God has on your life. And sometimes you got to make some side stops to learn some things, to let God develop you and shape you and mold you. Because he toiled all night. There is no toil in the blessing. How do I know that I'm called to preach the gospel? How do I know it? How do I know? Because I flow in it. Are you listening to me? This is my flow. Can somebody say amen? This is my flow. I know it. Because it, I don't have to toil. But there are other things in my life I have to toil. And I have to really toil to get it done. Are you learning something in here today? Somebody say amen if you're learning something. All right. So he toiled all night. Your constant toiling. How many feels like they're in a constant toil all the time? Come on. I know we have hiccups here and there. That's not what I'm talking about. I know that sometimes storms appear in life. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about constant toil. If that's you in here this morning, listen. It is a sign that you are in somebody else's flow and not your own. It's a sign. Me and my brother, we work very closely together. If I tried to be him, I fall flat on my face. Are you hearing me? 
And that's perfectly okay because you want to know why? That's his flow. That's his stream. But on the flip side, he can't do what I do. Are you hearing me? Why? Because that's my flow. I'm trying to preach to some people in here today because everybody is so busy trying to be everybody else instead of being who God has called you to be. Can somebody say amen? I've been sent by the Lord to tell you in here this morning, be who God has called you to be. Oh, but so-and-so looks successful in what they're doing. That's because they're in their flow. You get in your flow and your success will come. Somebody needs to say amen. You get in your stream and your breakthrough is going to come just like it came for brother, sister, so-and-so. All right. So he says, come and I'll make you fishers of men. Immediately, Jesus reveals Peter's purpose. And the Bible says, watch this, the Bible says that Peter and them followed Jesus. Do you know? Now, how, how can you know and be sure that I'm not just blowing smoke in here today? That what I'm telling you is truth. Because the catch that they caught that day was a year's worth of wages Bless the Lord, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Well, listen up. When they said yes to their stream, their flowing God, God paid a year's worth of their wages in one catch. Let me say it one more time. Your prosperity is in your purpose. God is waiting on you to say yes to who he's called you to be. That's what he's waiting on. All right. Lead me. <laughs> Watch this. They pay, Jesus paid a year's worth of their salary by allowing him to lead him to lead them to his location for them. Somebody say this with me. Location, location, location. Say it one more time. Location, location, location. That's what it's all about. All right. Look at Isaiah 43, 19. Isaiah 43, 19. It says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Praise the Lord. Well, let's finish it. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So many times when we hear God say, I'm going to do a new thing, we think he's going to move our location. Are y'all here this morning? But that's not what God said. He said, Don't, do you not know what I'm saying? Watch this. He says, I'm not moving your location, I'm causing where you're at to be turned around for your favor. You see, watch this. I don't care who is against you and who is for you in here this morning. I don't care if you were born on the wrong side of the tracks. I don't care where you are in life because so many people think, watch this, so many people think I'm not at the right place for God to bless me. I'm not in the right location for God to do something for me. I'm not in the right situation for God to do something great or for breakthrough to come. Let me tell you something. 
Your location is not your surroundings. Your location is who you are in him. Are you listening? He said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leads me in green pastures. He leads me by the still waters. Listen to me. God says, when you enter into the purpose that I have for you, I will cause where you you are at to be turned around immediately. Are you hearing me? He will cause it to be turned around. One of the, listen, I've come this morning to tear down one of the lies of the enemy. And one of the greatest lies that he tells concerning people and their purpose is there is no prosperity in your stream. You say, what do I mean by that? For you to be successful, you got to do what others are doing. See, everybody in here, I can go one by one. And I could break down every gift and talent that God has given you, right? You've been gifted with this. You've been uh, anointed to do this and to do that. You have this quality. You have that quality. And what the enemy does is he spends time telling you that what you have is not enough. You can't be successful. You can't have breakthrough. You can't, watch this, you can't enter into prosperity because what you have, there's no prosperity in it. Am I hitting home this morning? That is a lie. Because let me tell you why. God, let me tell you something. God doesn't create things to fail. Let me go over here. Somebody didn't catch that. I say God doesn't create things to fail. God doesn't invest in things that are going to fall flat on their face. See, God is a very, very wise businessman. Are you listening to me? See, you are an investment. Somebody say, I am an investment. God gave his only begotten son in return for you. Are you hearing me? He gave up his son for you. You are his investment. He said, I'm going to invest in her. I'm going to invest in him. I'm going to invest in him back there because they will bring me back a return. Don't you let the enemy tell you that there is no value in you. Don't let him convince you that you got to go in somebody else's stream and preach like somebody else and run business like somebody else and do something like somebody else before you can ever amount to anything. I'm here to tell you that your prosperity is in your flow. Somebody say hallelujah. Your success is in what God has called you to do. I'm not trying to preach like so-and-so. I'm trying to preach like God has called me to preach. And as long as I stay in my flow, God will prosper me and God will bless me. But the moment I try to act like somebody else, come on somebody, the moment I try to get in somebody else's stream, it will not work. Y'all are too quiet in here today. Well, if I just go over here, I'm going to be blessed. Well, if I just go over there and do that, then I'm going to succeed. God says, I turn deserts into springs. Are you hearing what the Spirit of God is saying? There would be times that God would say, 
take what I've given you and build what you want. And I got to be honest with you. I would say to myself, what I have can't build what I want. Come on, somebody, let's be real. What I have can't build what I want. That's how we do. We always look at somebody else's dream and say, if I just had that over there, if I was just over there. They went from toiling all night and saying it won't work, it can't work, it can't work. Jesus turned a desert into a spring. They went from couldn't catch any fish to they caught enough to pay their wages for a year. Don't tell me you're in the wrong location. Come on, somebody, speak to me. Don't tell me that you're not gifted enough, you're not talented enough. Don't tell me, watch this, that the only way you're going to succeed is if you do what somebody else is doing. God doesn't make copycats. God doesn't make duplicates. The only duplicates that he makes is of himself. You are made in his image and in his likeness. But as far as you and everybody else, there's only one of you. Are you hearing me? Nobody can do things like you do. Look at some of you. I'm going to start showing up here more often. See, we spend so much time and energy trying to be everybody else, trying to do what everybody else is doing. Watch this. Watch. We buy tapes and we listen to podcasts. Twelve steps to be successful. Five ways to start your path to, to blessing and all this other stuff. But when is the last time you ever got by yourself with God and say, God, show me who I am. God, teach me where you want me to go. Show me what you want me to do. Because I promise you right now, God knows what he's done. He knows how to make somebody successful. Can, can somebody agree with me? He, he knows how to make you effective in this world. He knows how to do it. He's been doing it for thousands and thousands of years. He knows. And watch this. Most of the time, God does it the exact opposite of what the world says. The world says, we'll get you out in the spotlight, we'll, we'll put you up on a pedestal, we'll do all those things, and everybody will, be will, be, will begin to see you, and you'll catch on, and all this other stuff. God is different. God says, I'll hide you away. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I'll hide you away. I I'll cause people to not know who in the world you are. And in that moment and in that process, I'll shape you, and I'll mold you, and I'll develop you. And then when you're ready, I'll broadcast you in front of the whole entire world. Joseph went from prison to Pharaoh's right-hand side in one day. That's God's process. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're not stuck. You just need revelation. Amen. God is wanting you to take what he's given you. Oh, Lord. Listen to me. What God has given you is enough. The talents, the gifts, the anointing, the empowerment, everything that he's given you is more than enough to bring you to a place where everything is flowing in your life. Let me say this one more time. 
if you are in constant toil, it is proof you are in somebody else's flow and not your own. All right. God says, when you say yes to my purpose. Yes, Lord, I'll do what you told me to do. I'll go where you told me to go. Watch this. He said, I'll turn your deserts into streams. Things will begin to flow for you. How, how many in here this morning are ready for things to begin to flow for you? Come on. I'm ready for things to begin to flow. I'm tired of things feeling like they're damned up in my life, that they're blocked up, and that nothing breaks through. I'm ready for some things to flow in my life. Can somebody say amen in here today? We're ready for things to flow. Look at John 14, 3. Here's another good verse, and I'm going to show you a different side of this verse you've never seen. Look at this. He says, and if I go, I will prepare a place for you, and I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am you will be also. Praise the Lord. He's, he's going to prepare a place for us in heaven, and one day he's going to come back and get us. What if I told you if it's, that it's a little bit deeper than that? Think about what he's saying. Let's read that one more time. He says, I am going and I'm preparing a place for you. And I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, where are you going to be? You're going to be with him. Listen to this. Listen to what he's saying. You only know God by your purpose. Let me reveal something to you in here this morning. You only know God by your purpose. Can I tell you that everybody will not know God the same? They won't. Some people know God on a deeper level because of the purpose that they have. How many knows that if you have a high calling... If you have much to do for the kingdom, you have to know more about God. You have to know more sides of God than the average person. See, let me tell you something. A lot of the church lied to you, and they told you that everybody's the same. Everybody's the same. No, we need to learn ranking. How many knows that there, are, there is ranking? There's ranking in everything. You go to your job with the attitude, I'm just like the boss, and see how that works. Come on. You go anywhere with that attitude. There, I don't care where you go, what place you go, there is ranking in everything. Even in the kingdom of darkness, there is ranking. Jesus said, Satan's house is not divided. There's ranking, there's powers, principalities, rulers of darkness. There are different rankings. And for us to think it would be different in the kingdom of God would be foolish. There are rankings. And so what I'm trying to tell you is, watch this. How many wants to really know God? Oh, Lord, I want to know you, I want to know you, I want to know you. Then you need to find your purpose. Because you can't know God based off of my purpose. Oh, listen, church, don't misunderstand me. I can lead you to the door. Are you hearing me? I can tell you about God. I can tell you about his presence. I can tell you about this and that, and I can lead you to the door. But that's as far as I can take you. You 
watch this. The level you know God is by the purpose that you have. So if you're in here today and you're listening to me and you're saying, I want to know God, I want to really know him, then you need to let him reveal your purpose because that is the level you are knowing God. Watch this. He said, I've prepared a place for whom? You. Let me say this one more time. Your place is not my place. My place is not her place. There is a place that God has prepared for you. <laughs> that ought to get you excited in here today. That God says, I have prepared a place just for you where you can come and meet me. There I am, you'll be also. See, Jesus wasn't just speaking of heaven. He was speaking of the here and now. Why? Because he is the I am. He, that means he's always present. Come on. I, he is the I am. And he says, I am now the place that I have for you. And when you, watch this, when you come into your place that I've prepared for you, that's where I'm going to meet you. That's where I'm going to reveal myself to you. Oh, you, say, you say, Pastor Ronnie, how do you know God like you know God? You want some great revelation? Watch this. I know God like I know God because I said yes to what he wanted me to do. That's it. That's it. God says, I want you to do this. Okay, Lord, I'll do it. From that day on, God began to reveal himself to me. And I'm here to tell you today that God wants to do the same thing with you, but he's waiting on you to say yes. Not yes to me, yes to your purpose. Come on. Yes to your purpose. Let's get, let's get into Sunday school this morning. Are we a body? So that means there's different parts to the body, right? Everybody's not the head. Everybody's not the feet. Everybody's got their own assignment. Okay, well then that ought to tell you that everybody's stream is not the same. Everybody's flow is not the same. All right. So let me say this one more time. You can only know God by your purpose. So Jesus said, the place that I prepare for you, not someone else, it's at that place. I'm going to reveal myself to you. Now, here's the good part. This is where it gets really good. Steve, come up and play. This is where it gets really good. Listen to this. God says, call on me. How many ever feels like you're just missing a piece of a puzzle? Come on. You feel like you're missing. If I just knew these things that I'm missing that I could really take off, I could really do something. Well, listen to this. God says, call on me. And I'll show you things you do not know. Is that not what the word says? He says, call on me. And I'll show you things you don't know. How do you preach the things that you preach? Because I call on God and he reveals things to me I don't know. See, these messages that I preach to you, God preaches them to me first. I got to hear them first. Come on, somebody. 
The things that God has revealed to me about his kingdom are priceless. You can't put a price tag on it. There is no, watch this, there is no amount of fame, money, whatever that you could give me for me to trade what I have in God. But God has something for you. Praise God for examples, right? He gives us examples. And Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. But Paul's got his flow and I've got mine. Come on. I've got my flow, but Stevie's got his. And I'm telling you right now, you're one of those three people. You're either looking for success, you're looking for your prosperity, your blessing, and you're looking for your breakthrough. Lord, when, when's it going to happen for me? God, when are things going to break loose in my life? I need a breakthrough. Well, then you need to listen because it's tied to your purpose. It's in your flow. Jesus said, if you're thirsty, how many's thirsty? He said, if you're hungry, how many's hungry? He said, then believe on me. Come to me and I'll cause rivers of living water to flow out of you. Let me end this message today with this right here. There are people waiting to drink from your stream. Watch this. There are some people that I can't reach with my flow, but you'll reach them with yours. Somebody needs to hear your testimony. Are you listening to me? Somebody needs to hear where God's brought you from. Somebody needs to hear what God is doing in your life right now, not just what he's doing in my life. If you're with me this morning, lift your hands in this place. Jesus wants to reveal himself to you. Location, location, location. And I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about spiritually. It's all about where you are located in the spirit. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Prophetic Faith, the podcast edition. For partnering information or for prayer requests, you can go to our website at www.accelerantfaith.org or you may email us at accelerantfaith@yahoo.com. And just remember, one word from God can change anything.